chip on the floor, man. Some neighbors are saying way too loud. Welcome in, everybody, and we are back for a brand new episode of the world-famous Loose Lug Nuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick, and uh, NASCAR is coming just down the road from us. We'll be at Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas for Cup uh, on Sunday and Xfinity and Trucks on Saturday. Yeah, down, I mean, down the road from where we are right now, but you'll be in, you'll be in Madison Square Garden, so you'll miss it. Yeah, I'll be partying up and in New York I'll City. Be, I'll be like watching 14 hours of baseball. Yeah, so but I'll miss it. Oh, uh, you'll be all right. I'll still be down the road, but I'll miss I'll miss it. Yeah. It's gonna be sad. I know. I wish we could go to some of these races. One day, you know, we're working on escape plans. Yeah. So before we get into it, let's get into uh, news around NASCAR. The big news uh, dropped Thursday morning. Uh, NASCAR brought the hammer down on uh, Brad Keselowski and RFK. No, it's yeah, RFK uh, yeah. following Atlanta last week. Uh, yeah, I, I was writing the uh, rundown and I was like, oh, there's no news. And I like went to bed and then I woke up this morning. And yeah, they uh, they had a huge L two penalty to Brad and RFK for violating the old section fourteen dot one C N D overall assembled vehicle rules plus fourteen dot five A N D uh, body note modification of a single source supplied part. Yeah, the, so uh, so what does ahead. that mean? For well, the average fans, from everything I read, well, first of all, they they discovered the violation during a teardown inspection at the NASCAR R and D Center. So they're in Concord. They brought the car back to Concord following the weekend. From what I everything I could read, there are parts to this car that everyone gets from the same place, single source parts, and you're not supposed to make any modifications to it, and they did. Oof. So, so the penalty includes uh, crew chief Matt McCall. He was fined a hundred thousand dollars, and he's suspended for the next four point events. Uh, and then the big one that everybody will see: the team was assessed a loss of one hundred owner points, one hundred driver points, and ten NASCAR playoff points. That's a lot of points. So what it does is it drops him from 16th. He was actually the first driver below the cutoff since 17th was uh, Austin Sendrick, who uh, won the Daytona 500, uh, down to 35th behind every full-time driver. Yeah, I mean, that's a big blow. He's he's not, like, he's not in a you-need-to-win-to-get-in scenario, but it's there. there's not much room for uh, 35th place finishes from here on out. Um, you got to string together a bunch of 10th, 10th, 5th, 10th, couple. You win, you get in. You win, and a lot of the penalty's gone. Yeah. You're still in, don't get the play. You're still docked 10 playoff points, which means every stage of the playoff, you'll start in the hole. Uh, so winning fixes a lot of this, but if he doesn't win, it's it's a tall mountain to climb. Yeah. So a lot of big news from NASCAR and uh... – Bad news for the uh, RFK team and Brad Keselowski. Uh, Trackhouse, who we're big fans of, 
they're doing some good things. They're announcing a new STEM awareness program. STEM obviously stands for science, technology, engineering, uh, and mathematics. Uh, Trackhouse and sponsor Comscope are working to advance STEM learning across the United States. And then Daniel Suarez and his team uh, will have sessions in six schools across the United States that illustrate the role of STEM in motorsports. Yeah, and with that Comscore wall, com, com scopes. <laughs> Uh, they're going to offer support to these schools uh, as far as broadband network support and then assisting IT teams uh, with re reliable and secure uh, connection of students to online uh, resources. I'm glad like they went with science, technology, engineering, and mathematics in that order because that spells STEM. Like if you did in a different order, like if you did technology, engineering, uh, science, and math, Max, it doesn't spell anything. No, I'm pretty sure that's why they worded it that way. So then Kurt uh, Bush <laughs> is donating 500 tickets to military and veterans through Vet Ticks uh, for the cup race next week. Not just one coming up this weekend, but the one the weekend after that in Richmond, uh, donating uh that next sentence is redundant. Um, so, so that's good on him. You know, yeah. if we had every driver donate 500 tickets, that'd be 2,000, no, 20,000, 20, tickets. I was like, you need to take some STEM classes. <laughs> yeah, that'd be like 20,000 tickets. So if we can get some more guys to kick in, that'd be great. Uh, some other good news, uh, Christopher Bell's Jackman, who we talked about in the recap, he was clipped by the car in Pitt Road. Uh, David Odell, he received stitches in his calf area last week in Atlanta. But like the champ that he is, we're big fans of all uh, Jackman, friend of the program, Pat Gray as well. Uh, but David will be available for Coda. So good news out of Joe Gibbs racing. And then we have some good news, bad news. Uh, this kind of flew under the radar last week, but uh, J-Ski's silly site, Silly Season site spoke with Marcus Smith, who's the CEO at Speedway Motorsports about North Wilkesboro. Uh, the good news is the track uh, said the track could be ready soon. And his direct quote was, it will be sooner than you think. We're working on some details, so stay tuned, end quote. Yeah. <laughs> well, with that quote, I visited the track in uh, last April. I don't know if you remember, I took some iconic photos. Yeah. And I think just looking at the track then, it may be ready in 2069. So beating that expectation, pretty easy. Well, and it was over this, a year ago. You can make a lot of progress there. Yeah. Well, well, now I see why it'll be ready sooner than I expected. Because he went on to poop in the punch bowl. Yeah. Would you ever have someone poop in your punch bowl? Not fun. Because all this time, we're like, hey, we're going to bring racing back. The North Wilkesboro, did you not think it was going to be one of the, maybe not the cup, but did you not think truck or Xfinity? I did. Yeah. At least bring it to the, the one of the smaller scale ones first, just to make sure everything was right. Yeah, but we have a quote from Mr. Smith on this. I don't see cup racing happening in that market, but I think we have local regional racing. If we have short track racers return to Wilkesboro, this will be hallowed ground for anybody who races short tracks in the entire country. That alone is a big deal. If someone, or wait, if somehow, some way we could have a larger national tour series 
like you mentioned, the truck series, it would be beyond the expectation, I think, of everyone involved. Because I think we're, I thought at least trucks. Yeah. And that's, I could see SRX going there. Yeah. Well, what good does that do NASCAR fans? I mean, we're NASCAR fans. We like SRX. We do, but I want to see, uh, I want to see the trucks and Xfinity. And I'd actually one day like to see a cup race there. It could be like, uh, you get Kevin Costner can walk out of the cornfield, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And going back to David O'Dell, um, like, I know he thinks he's ready, but did he try the reverse pit stuff that they have to do at Coda? Oh, I don't know. He's going the opposite direction. I don't know. I hope he looked into that. <laughs> but yeah, sorry, North Wilkesboro fans. Um, you're not going to be seeing Kyle Larson there in a cup car yeah. anytime soon. I, I could still see some of those drivers going back for those. Oh, races. they will. Oh, they definitely will. And I guess that, you know, if you get some of those smaller, uh, if you get a can, uh, uh, if you get a wheel and modified out there, you know, and those guys, some of those guys come back and run it. That that's good for the smaller circuits, but you're not going to see the big engines there. Yeah. Well, as you mentioned, uh, we're going to be at the uh, Circuit of the Americas in Austin. Going to be doing some road course in first one this year. On Sunday, we have the Echo Park Automotive Grand Prix. The race is at 3.30 p.m. Eastern with coverage on Fox starting at 3. If you're listening on uh, radio, it's on PRN in the Sirius XM NASCAR radio. Uh, the race is actually 231.88 miles for 68 laps. Stages are 15, 15, and 38. Yep, we have 39 entries. 40 spots we could have gotten a car yeah and we could have been in the race last year i remember this was a popular one they had definitely had a cutoff but uh with the next gen you still don't got people making the commitment to the new car yet uh we got some road course ringers yep. uh L loris hesemans is making his cup series debut he's run a couple uh xfinity races um this year and uh we also have AJ Allmendinger, Andy Lolly, Joey Hand, and guess who? Boris said, baby, the oh, set, heads. set heads in the house. So, uh, not much data on this because they've only run one race here. So, if you're looking at driver averages, you take where they finished last year and you divide that by one, and that's their average finish. <laughs> Which you don't need to do any STEM classes to get that average. No, that no STEM needed on that one. <laughs> Uh, but uh, Chase Elliott won the inaugural race last year. Uh, and a sad fact, it's not a fun fact, it's a sad fact. It's been over 500 days since Chase Elliott uh, won on an oval. Yeah, I saw some uh, some troll, some Twitter troll was heckling Chase Elliott fans with that stat I saw. And then I looked it up just to be sure, and actually the day we're recording is 501 days since his last. But hey, you know what that last oval win was? What's that? He won a championship. Oh, Phoenix. Championship four. Not sure if you remember last year, but it was rain shortened. NASCAR called the race 14 laps short of the scheduled finish because of standing water. It was pretty dangerous. I remember a bunch of cars were talking about how dangerous it was. You know, it was pouring down rain. Uh, but the, the way that Elliot won, he didn't have enough gas to finish the race, but he stayed on the tracks and hoped that they called it. And then they did. Yeah, that paid off. 
I want to say like Denny Hamlin was hydroplaning at one point. And then I thought Truex um, got rear-ended at a high rate. Oh, of he did. Christopher Bell, I think, went for like he looked like he was gonna drive through Martin Truex. Um, so yeah, they stopped the race. Tyler Reddick won last year's poll, one of the few races where they had qualifying. Yeah. So and then uh Elliot's actually the leading active road driver with seven wins at five different tracks. We have Kyle Bush and Martin Truex, they have four each. Kyle Larson has three. Kevin Harvick and AJ Allmendinger have won two. Yeah, and then this year's uh, degenerate gamblers head-to-head uh, -head, uh, section. Or, or if you play NASCAR fantasy, they have the same <laughs> matchups that you can choose. Bonus. You know what I might, you know what I might do tonight? I might set my fantasy lineup. <laughs> but uh, you know, I got all four of mine right last week. Not to brag. So did I. Did you though? Did you even set your lineup yes last week? Oh, I meant like on the show. Oh, uh, but the first one we have is Chase Elliott versus AJ Allmendinger. This is billed as the two road warriors. Who you got? I uh, I think Elliott gets his Bogo, and I'm gonna have to go without you. Yeah, I'll just have to go to Bogo in Manhattan. Yeah, it'll be sad being there without you, but I'll I'll eat uh, whatever their their Asian inspired uh, Bogo wings are. I'm gonna go with uh, Almondinger. Actually, gonna switch it up. Just be, uh, just be a little bit different. I think Chase got a little lucky last year. He was very good, but uh, Almondinger is who I'm gonna go with. There you go. This, uh, this matchup I find a little odd that it won the preferred matchup of the week on NASCAR.com. Like, how could you not go Boris said versus anyone? <laughs> Yeah, do the, the road course specialists. I want yeah. to say the Warriors. But we got William Byron versus Kyle Larson. Um, yeah, I'm going Byron. Uh, well, no, Byron won last week, but I it's he's going against Kyle Larson. So I'm going Kyle Larson. It's Kyle Larson. I mean, Byron's been done really well this year. He had a incident at california but he was in second place when he got into the accident but i'm gonna go with uh kyle larson just because he has the better track record at road courses there and, then an, and then another one that i thought was a little interesting was the cendrick versus martin truex uh i'm gonna go with truex just because i trust him more than cendrick but he also hasn't won a road course in a while he's got four but he hasn't won one in a while yeah i'm this is where my head to head definitely doesn't match up with what i picked for the race um i guess this is called hedging your bet um cindric was born and raised in a briar patch he's a classically trained road racer uh truex was the main road guy before the uh, recent emergence and uh of Al of chase elliott as the road course guy so i was gonna go towards Cindric, but I see I picked uh, Martin Truex to win the race, so I'm changing and I'm going Martin Truex. Get you adjusting on the fly. I like. Yeah. <laughs> and then our last featured matchup, uh, some Joe Gibbs racing battle: Denny Hamlin versus Kyle Busch. Who do you got? Uh, just based off their history, I'm gonna go with Kyle Busch, but I think it's kind of a toss-up. Yeah, they both had some pretty bad luck this year, but I and I think that continues. I don't think either one of them wins the race, but I, I think Kyle Busch, uh, who has four road wins, gets the edge in this matchup. All right. Well, you already told us your winner is going to be Martin Truex. Who's your long shot? Um, 
I since Tyler Reddick isn't listed in the top ten in the uh, odds, don't ask me why I checked those out. But uh, I'm going with him. He's uh, I'm doing that based on how well he's running this year. Plus, he won last year's poll, so there's a little bit of track record here. Uh, going Tyler Reddick. Plus, I think his his uh, seat I think must fit. I haven't heard about his legs going numb lately. <laughs> yeah, I hope they fix that. Uh, my long shot, and I still don't know why he's, uh, his odds are so low, uh, or I guess they're high, meaning that they don't think he's going to win. But I'm going to go Ross Chastain. He finished fourth year last year, and as we uh, have talked about all season, that him and Trackhouse have been pretty outstanding this year. I'd take him to be the long shot. And then for my winner, uh, Luke Hillen will love this. I'm going to chase Briscoe. Last season, he posted uh, two sixth-place finishes on road courses at Coda and Road America, and then also a ninth-place finish at Watkins Glen, he was also really good at the Indy Road Course. He ended up finishing like 28th, but he like cut the corner uh, chasing down Denny Hamlin, so he got penalized for that. But he was up at the front, so he's a I don't know if he's a road course warrior yet. I think you got to get a win, but he's, yeah. he's he's pretty damn good on the road courses. So I'm gonna go chase Briscoe. Yeah, I remember that incident where he uh, they told him he he was getting penalized, but he claimed he didn't hear it and he just bludgeoned Hamlin. <laughs> uh, and then they had a little talk afterwards uh under the xfinity race oh yeah i'm gonna go truex sorry uh he's gonna win his first road race since sonoma in 2019 so that's what i'm going with on saturday we have the pit boss 250 at circuit of the americas coverage or the race starts at 4 30 p.m eastern with coverage at 3 30 p.m on fox sports one Radio on the Performance Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. The distance is 156.86 miles. So I guess the 250 is for kilometers. Yeah, we are in Soviet Austin, after all. <laughs> Going to be 46 laps, stages 14, 16, and 16. I'm going to go off script a little bit. Isn't it weird how the stages for the truck is 12 14 16 and then xfinity it's 14 16 16 and then in the cup series it's like 15 15 38 yeah one day we need to talk to a friend of the program jennifer canopel and if she can get us in contact with the stage picker outer guy and he can go over the formula because it is weird some like they'll make the the first two like really short but the same and then the last one really long but then other tracks, they'll make like all three sections pretty close to each other. And I'd like to know the signs behind it. I know sometimes when they're at the same track twice in the year, they try to vary them. So it's a different race, but it's odd. And like this one here, 46 laps. If you're going to do 14, 16, 16, why don't you just do 15, 15, 16? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Yeah. Well, also the fact that after the stage break, that second stage, is always nine laps shorter than the first stage. Yeah, but they won't. They have. They won't do nine laps at a road course. They'll do like one or two. Yeah, yeah, okay. They'll do at least three. <laughs> uh, but forty-three teams uh, are entered, so five cars will go home. We do have some uh, bushwhackers that include Cole Custer, Bubba Wallace, and Ross Chastain. Last year, uh, the bushwhacker himself, Kyle Bush, won the inaugural race. Yeah, um, he won't be running any Bush race or Xfinity races anymore. Um, so we don't have to worry about him whacking people. Um, last year's road course races, uh, Ty Gibbs won at Daytona and Watkins Glen. AJ Allmendinger won at Mid Ohio and Charlotte. 
Kyle Bush won at Coda on Alcar Lake, and Austin Sindrick won at uh, Indy Road Course. Bush and uh, Sindrick aren't in the race, so that leaves two uh, front runners in my book. Yeah, who, who are you going with? You'd be a moron not to pick um, A.J. Allmendinger or Ty Gibbs, but I'm going with friend of the program, Jade Buford. He finished 15th here last year in just his 11th race with the team. I think with a whole year of driving behind him, he's going to be able to make a run at the track, which I don't know if you remember, this is where he was discovered by uh, team owner Scott Borchetta. He was uh, teaching driving classes here at the Coda, so it's sort yeah. of his home course away from home. And then uh, I'm going to go with Death, Taxes, Almondinger, and Road Course Races. I think he's going to get a uh, win for uh, College Racing. I think it would be their first of the year. Yeah, there you go. You go, you always go with the easy pick while I make the tough, hard decision pick. Yeah. Or the pick that a moron would make. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, We have the Expel 225 for the truck race. Uh, (laughs) Expel, what are those? What is it? Like some wiener pills? I don't know. What is it? I don't know. Well, you talk about the race. I'm going to see what kind of wiener pills they're peddling. Well, I'll look it up. Hold on. This is no, I'll look it up. You talk about the race. It's paint protection, window tent, and flat glass. Your architectural flat glass firm, anti-microbial film, and more. So wiener pills. Close. Uh, Saturday then- race also. <laughs> which, what are you doing in springtime in Central Texas? It's springtime anywhere to have two races on the same day asking for trouble they're rolling the dice no it's supposed to be nice they got pga tour well okay whatever i just they didn't know that when they scheduled it back in october uh what was it like what was it like last weekend in austin well i don't know tornadic activity yeah well that was last weekend this is this weekend supposed to be beautiful okay well, the race is at 1 p.m. Eastern with coverage beginning at noon on Fox Sports 1, radio on the Motor Racing Network and Sirius XM NASCAR radio. So I guess PRN's too cool for the trucks. 140. You, hey, you're, you're the PRN of this podcast. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the trucks. It's just it's always on Friday night. Like, I, you know. Wait, I'm looking Saturday 1 p.m. Yeah, I know, but then that's then you have to lock in like six hours of your day on Saturday, and it's going to be nice out. So it's 143.22 miles, 225 kilometers. Did I mention this is Kami Austin? Uh, <laughs> no, but we did mention that stages are 12, 14, and 16. Yep, uh, 39 trucks entered. Three will miss the race. Very sad. Um, <laughs> And then the ultimate announcer <laughs> podcast jinx, Jordan Anderson's withdrawn from this event, and that doesn't bode well. I, I don't know if they're running out of cash. Team had high expectations uh, coming to the year, but they've been doomed ever since Evan picked him to win the Daytona race. And how many laps did he last? <laughs> Not very many. <laughs> oh, zero, because he didn't qualify. Oh, that's right. Evan. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't qualify. Oh God! And we love Jordan Anderson, and you just ruined this whole season. Yeah, I'll own that. That's on me. <laughs> Sorry, Jordan, if you're listening, which we know you are. Um, notables in the race: we got Alex Bowman running for Spire Motorsports in the number seven. Sheldon Creed 
he just couldn't quit the trucks. Um, he is back and he'll be in the number 20 for Young's Motorsports. And then Kyle Bush, Bushwhacking. Uh, his owner talked to him in the racing uh, for Kyle Bush Motorsports. Uh, last year, Todd Gilliland won the inaugural race. And as we've mentioned for the uh, Xfinity and Cup, not a lot of history uh, to go off as, especially in truck racing in 2019 and 2020. They only had one uh, road course each year, the Canadian truck in 2019 in Daytona Roval uh, in 2020. Last year, they had three Ben Rhodes, one at Daytona, Todd Gilliland at Coda, and then Austin Hill, uh, one at Watkins Glen. So with that being said, I'm uh, I'm going off the chart with this one. I don't think I've ever picked this guy to win a race. Um, I'm picking Tyler Ankrum to get his second career win. In last year's road races, he had a bad go at Daytona, finishing 21st, but he ended up finishing. Uh, he qualified first at Dakota and finished th- uh, third, and then he finished seventh at Watkins Glen. He also finished sixth Daytona Road Course 2020. Uh, ninth at Canadian Tire Motorsports Park in 2019. And then this is interesting. I'm not sure why I looked everywhere. I looked like I tried Google. I tried DuckDuckGo. I tried Ask Jeeves. It, March 26th, Austin's mayor has named it Tyler Ankrum Day in Austin, and I couldn't find out why. Like, I'm guessing his sponsors paid for that honor, maybe? Because he's not from Austin. The only thing he has to do with Austin is he won the poll for last year's truck race. And the only other things I can think of is um, I did mention it was Soviet uh, Austin and his truck sponsor is a labor union. And then uh, Toyota Tundras are made in a plant in San Antonio. But yeah, March 26th, if you're in Austin, I don't know what you do for Tyler Ankrum Day. Um, I don't know if that's like you get guacamole and and beer like Cinco de Mayo, but uh, it's Tyler Ingram Day in Austin. Yeah, I'm looking on uh, NASCAR Reddit. There's some funny comments when this topic <laughs> was brought up. But uh, uh, I'm going to go with a friend of the program, Grant Enfinger. He was fourth last year at Coda and seventh at Daytona Road Course. And maybe once he wins, we'll finally tweet a video or something. I need to do that. Yeah. For interviews. Uh, our social media at this point we stopped doing the paint scheme thing he's i'll pick that back up this weekend um i should have some free time is it just me we're to our favorite part but it's no longer my favorite part because a i think the average paint scheme this year is suck balls and b i think the teams are doing a very bad job of getting the paint schemes out to the public and if you want to hire a social media guy to do that for you i'm not on linkedin but i mean you can send us a direct message to the loose lug nuts yeah like our friend pat gray did yeah uh but there was one uh truck paint scheme that i'm in love with uh chase purdy in the number 61 bama buggies truck <laughs> you know what they call um, shopping carts in Alabama. They call them buggies, baby. They, they call them buggies. I, I'm going with, just because I couldn't find one, I'm going Haley Dagan. I'm going to assume she's in the Monster Energy uh, 
truck. That's a good fallback. Um, yeah. Just a poor effort yeah. all the way around. And then in the Xfinity, I'm going to go with uh, Anthony Alfredo, a.k.a. Fast Pasta, in the number 23 Pit Boss Chevy. He's got the chef on the hood of the car, flames coming from the hood, going back. Uh, pretty sharp looking. And real flames, not cartoon flames. Yeah, real flames. Well, hopefully he doesn't have real flames coming from the hood this yeah. weekend. We had that happen last year at some point. I remember it was Myatt Snyder in the Louisiana hot sauce had flames on it. Then his car caught on fire. <laughs> so there was flames on flames. I'm going, this one's just, I don't know why I liked it. Like to me, it's just a classy paint screen uh, scheme. It's not a wild paint job. Like I usually pick it's Parker chase. So he might not qualify at uh, bond Brecker slow river blend whiskey car. Um, it's I'm willing like, to I'm willing to bet that you can't get that in Austin or in Texas. <laughs> Bob, we will look it up, but it's uh, it's a classy scheme. It's got some unique but toned down colors. It's like a cream and then like a like a really like a not a bright blue, just a a, a like a blue, and it's a whiskey uh, which gets you some points in my paint scheme. Like I. Guaranteed 22% of the paint schemes I pick are whiskey oh, related. It's actually a new Braunfels. Oh my gosh. Oh, my favorite guy moved to New Braunfels. Alex Meister band guy moved there. Uh so you can't you, you can't get it where we are though. But I could probably get it in Austin Tuesday when I'm down there for the baseball game. Uh yeah, you can get it in the woodlands. Yeah, there's a bunch of places, and then in Austin you can. Yeah, I'll pick some up for us and we can have it before the uh, next taping uh, next week. Yeah, it'll be the best episode ever. <laughs> Maybe give uh, us a sponsor of the show. <laughs> yeah. uh, in Cup, I'm going to go with Kyle Bush. He's in a red Skittles Toyota. And on the side, it uh, shows us that Lime Skittles are back. And to be honest with you, I didn't know there were Lime Skittles ever. Yeah, I, I didn't know they were gone. <laughs> We're like green watermelon recently. Oh, I have no idea, but lime is back, baby. I will admit I don't eat Skittles much because I put them in my mouth and I'm like, these are not M&Ms, which the <laughs> S on the outside should give that away. Um, I'm going to do an honorable mention one first. The, one of the few cars that I think like has the same exact paint scheme this year as last but I think the number moved up has helped them is I really like Michael McDowell's uh, loves car this week. Looks classy, but I didn't pick it. I'm going Cole Custer again. He got me a couple weeks ago with the Dixie vodka. This time he's got the uh, one cure Ford that's uh, associated with pets and, and uh, a program at Colorado state university. And it's got a cute little puppy on the rear quarter panel. I think we've seen so, Chase Briscoe drive that too, right? Yeah. Uh, the other, honor, uh, I had an honorable mention as well. I forgot to put it on. Uh, William Byron, did you see his? I did not. It's like a, it's called the, it's, the sponsor is Raptor. Oh yeah, I did see that. I didn't. And so it's like a slate that. gray. And then it looks yeah. like a Jurassic Park-ish where like a dinosaur Raptor just like clawed the hood in the side of the car. Which reminds like, me, they have yet to make a Jurassic Park where they're like, oh, um hey we're bringing dinosaurs back i think it'll work out this time like they haven't made one of those in like two years 
So I don't know what the plot's going to be. I think they're going to have dinosaurs and they're going to get out. But there's going to be some good dinosaurs and then one really bad one that just causes yeah. mayhem. This should be a good, like, good movie, I think. Oh, uh, so but that will do. Yeah, I saw that. Right? I saw that. I saw that car. I didn't know that was for this week. I'm glad you mentioned it because we would have, we wouldn't have mentioned it. Yeah. So some good, but nothing great uh, paint schemes. And then Bubba Wallace isn't running in the, or at least they didn't advertise it. The McDonald's with the Big Mac on the side, the emoji yeah. one. But I think a lot of it is Quinn Half is gone. Yeah, no more eight ball chocolate whiskey. We don't got any booze pops. Jeremy Clements hasn't brought us booze pops and then no eight ball whiskey. Still haven't drank eight ball whiskey. Uh, he promised us on that interview that we'd get some. But uh, so that's it for this week. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm excited for all three races. I know you're excited for two of the races. Oh, I'm excited. I, th- I think. Uh, here's what i like about road courses is they're not like the most appealing because they're not going like 200 or whatever but with what really helps is listening to the announcers like explain everything to me more than any other type of track well i didn't see who's a special guest this week on uh, fox i thought tony stewart was coming back okay so should be good hopefully his wrist is healed i hope clint makes fun of him for it you know who they should have brought well who they should have boris said Maybe he'll do the Xfinity race. Yeah. Uh, how hungover do we expect Clint Boyer to be? Pretty, pretty. <laughs> now that I think about it, we should have driven down there today, see if we could have caught up with him somewhere. Yeah. If we were good at the podcasting, we would have. Well, if I could get, I'm going to talk to these Bond Brecker people, and if we can get them to write a check that has enough zeros at the end, we will be there next year. Or just have enough bottles. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that will do it for our Coda preview episode. We'll be back on Tuesday to recap all three races. Uh, Really looking forward to seeing it. Wish we could be there. Uh, But we will be back to recap them all for you. If you haven't already, please download on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Leave a five-star review. Uh, Tweet at us. Instagram at us. We always read everything. Yeah. And always say, everyone, this weekend, enjoy your Tyler Ankrum Day. Yeah, happy Tyler Ankrum Day, everybody. That is March 26th. We'll see see you guys next week. We appreciate you guys for listening. We will see you. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. Started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a 
Thank you for 